Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Reddit Mavericks. So today uh, we're going to talk about two big things. One of the things were chosen by all of our fantastic listeners and followers on Twitter. Uh, the other thing is a thing that's looming over the entire team and everybody already knows about it. So <laughs> let's start with the lightheartedness first before we get into the deep dive of the Dennis Smith situation. Um, you guys wanted to hear our thoughts on the fact that the Sacramento Kings are reportedly interested in trading for Harrison Barnes. Uh, this was first talked about on the Hoop Collective podcast. Uh, Brian Windhorst uh, said verbatim, I know the Kings would love to have Harrison Barnes. Whether or not that can work out, I don't know. It's a pretty quick snippet, which makes it sound like maybe it was something that Wendy heard through the grapevine, nothing that's really set in stone, um, but it's still something that's interesting to talk about because Harrison Barnes is on the books for the rest of this year, and then he has a player option next year worth $25.1 million, which everyone assumes that he's going to pick up. Holy so, shit, is it really $25 million? Yeah, it's $25.1 ah, damn, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Ruben... First and foremost, what are your thoughts? Like, are you interested in trading for Harrison Barnes? Uh, we're terrible at trade information, so let's not talk about who we would want back necessarily. Um, man, yeah. Like, I love Harrison, but especially a twenty-five million dollar player out. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, in a heartbeat. Like, if the right deal is in place, yeah. Like, no question. Yeah, I mean, I know you had mentioned before that you would want uh, Bogdan. Or, Bog, yeah, Bogdan to be on the team, and I would be totally down for that. He's a fun player to watch. Um, but yeah, I think if the Kings are willing to give up assets that the Mavs can use in the future to obtain Harrison Barnes, I'm totally down for that. Uh, we talked about this earlier, but you know, Harrison is a good player. Probably not worth 25.1 million dollars. Good, but he's a good player. And the problem is not that he's good, but that the timeline that he's on and the trajectory that he's on does not match what Dallas needs to do while they're at the midway point of their rebuild, if you want to call it that. Maybe the beginning after the Dennis Smith thing happens. Um, but if they can get the assets back, that can be a long-term benefit for the team. I am totally down for trading Harrison right this minute. Yeah, and it's like, you know, Bogdan is like... I, don't know, I, love, I like watching him play a lot, man. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I feel like... I feel like Harrison more fits because it seems like they're they're like kind of fighting for a playoff spot, you know. Like yeah. they're definitely more into it than we are at the moment. Um, they're only a few games behind uh, 
couple teams for the eighth seed. I feel like that would that might be the bump that they need, and they I think they he fits their timeline way more than he than, than he fits our timeline at the moment, especially yeah. with all the craziness that we'll get into in a little bit. No, I I agree a hundred percent. Is there anybody on the team that is not the person that we'll be mentioning here in a little bit that you would not be willing to get rid of? Of course, other than Luka Doncic. That's what I was saying, man. Luka. <laughs> uh maxi okay so luca maxi those are your untouchables and that's it well other than dirk too i guess um man, I can't, uh, maybe dodo i don't know man like yeah i think dodo i think like he's kind of in a slump right now but i think i think he might be more of a streaky guy than you know than any of us really know yet because you know mm-hmm. we haven't really seen him be a consistent you know part of the rotation except for this year last year not so much but this year yeah um i can't think of anyone else that i would like i would like want to like keep on like for sure you know yeah and, and dorian does turn 26 in may so he wouldn't be going into next season a player under the age of 25 which is what you kind of use as a young player track um i, I kind of agree it's like you want to keep luca i definitely want to keep maxi i think that he's a great asset dodo i'm fine with depending on I'm, I'm kind of fine with getting rid of him depending on the package and now this isn't a situation where it's like i will never get rid of these guys under any circumstances whatsoever um and, and then for the guys that we are willing to talk about trades with it's not that i hate this dude i think he's terrible for the team it's more like we have to be realistic about the situation that we're in and we're not a very good team and we need assets for not this year not maybe even next year but the year after that and after that and after that yeah i think that kind of wraps up everything about uh the kings and harrison barnes unless there's anything else that you want to add for that not really man i just if 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 they want to do it like they could kings it up you know like <laughs> they really could like just like give us buddy the, healed yeah just screw the pooch <laughs> and give someone who's like you know really good like we yeah gotta pounce on that so yeah obviously i'm joking we're not going to give out a healed for no. uh for harrison barnes no. um <laughs> Now for the elephant in the room, which is Dennis Smith Jr. Dude, the elephant is like throwing up like <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> it's like seven elephants and a giraffe. Yeah, dude. It's in, yeah. in an SUV. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking. It's terrible. it's a clown show. Yeah, dude, it's wild. <laughs> so. For those of you that don't know, on Monday night, Woj tweets that the Mavs are escalating discussions to find a trade for Dennis Smith. Uh, at the time, he said that Phoenix and Orlando have engaged in ongoing talks with the Mavs. Um, and then talking about the fact that uh, at the time of the tweet uh, that Dennis Smith had set out the last three games with the sore back. Um, I'm going to kind of go through the timeline really quickly. Uh, Tim Cato then says that there are more teams interested, but the talks quieted down. Uh, Dennis Smith's still on the team, so I think that you guys can assume, can assume that this is when things start getting interesting is that on tuesday dennis smith misses practice with a quote-unquote stomach illness wednesday dennis smith or wednesday before the game rick carlisle says that dennis smith is still sick and that he's not going to play tonight um but before that happened uh dennis smith had a nice little quote tweet of saying nice to meet you to a fan that mentioned that he was out to lunch with his beautiful wife and saw dennis smith at lunch so how sick was he Ruben, how sick <laughs> was he so i mentioned this i mentioned this on twitter where it's like i've definitely called in sick you know to avoid like talking to his supervisor yeah you know i feel like a lot of people do that but the difference is that he is a uh, an athlete in a pretty damn big you know market mm-hmm. um this really could have gone like this really could have gone like absolutely like under the radar though because we would have never known about this i don't think unless like if he had never like 
you know quote quote tweeted this from this fan um speaking yeah. of i I, oh, I wish we could get him on our podcast that'd be <laughs> awesome you know just like talk talking to the guy basically like exposed the fact that dennis was out you know out and about in the yeah in the world when he's supposedly but, sick yeah, yeah it, had dennis never quote tweeted that we could have just chalked this at you know this mention up to just somebody trying to stir up something up on twitter because yeah. there are plenty yeah. of people right now that are making accusations, saying that they know things about the inner workings of the organization when they probably don't. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, and um, like I was saying, like you know, before we started recording, like talking about mm-hmm. um the fact that you know he he lives in a metropolitan area that has Uber Eats mm-hmm. or Favor, you know, something like whatever his like, whatever his choice of uh, app is, you know, like he could have just like ordered a couple burgers and you know had it delivered to like his apartment or wherever he lives, you know, mm-hmm. for the moment. And um, you know, it's like or he could have called a friend or he could have had yeah. his girlfriend go for him or yeah. So, yeah. You know, anybody, you know, like you could have asked Ryan Brokoff to go. He doesn't play any basketball. Right. Ryan Brokoff, he's a fucking IT guy, you know, for the yeah. you know, just like sorry Ryan, didn't mean to say that. <laughs> you know, like just like that's where in my mind it was like, okay, like this is like dude. It's like how are you gonna like say that on like I don't know, it's like it's, it's the equivalent of me being like, Oh, like I'm sick and like posting on like Facebook, like we're my boss actually, you know, is a friend of mine on Facebook and being like, you know, huh, like I'm out like at, I don't know, Deep Ellum, you know? Yeah. Like that, at two that would be, It would be like doing what Dennis Smith did. It would be like calling out to work sick yeah. and then posting for everybody to see what you're doing instead yeah. of being at work. Exactly. That's like one-on-one, like as a professional, like don't, you know, if you're going to do that, just like don't post anything on social media about it. But yeah. Rule number one, if you're not sick, don't go on Twitter. Yeah. Um, kind of continuing the saga, uh, going into today now, um, this is from Tim McMahon on the Hoop Collective podcast. Now, uh, the snippets that I'm reading are thanks to at Sporting DFW on Twitter. Uh, he's done a great job of kind of pulling out the most interesting parts Definitely listen to the podcast and give Sporting DFW a follow on Twitter as well. Uh, Tim McMahon talked about the fact that the Mavs are saying that Dennis Smith had not been banished from the team. This is, quote, this is not a case of the Mavericks saying, hey, stay at home. We're trying to trade you and don't want to get and don't want you to get hurt. This is a case of DSJ deciding, quote, I'm done here. Let's get a trade going. I don't want to play. Uh Donnie Nelson doesn't want to give up on him, but at this point, what are you going to do? He's refusing to play for you, was another quote. This is the part that's the most frustrating, at least for me as a fan. It's that I understand that whatever happened leading up to this happened. I don't want to speculate too much on that. That can go a hundred different ways. I'm not going to point the blame at anybody on what happened prior to to this situation. But you don't stop showing up and demand a trade and think that anything productive is going to come out of it yeah dude it's <laughs> yeah man this is a i don't know what like that campus thinking mm-hmm. you know like leaking like because like we all kind of know like the Mavs are kind of a, a pretty damn tight ship you know like mm-hmm. they, they just they don't leak information like ever you know except and like... you know so it's like this could like this could be damaging like mm-hmm. th- regardless of like you know um what if in the future he's a free agent you know and you know teams are like oh dude there's no way like we're not gonna sign you because you know you obviously if you're if if you're mad about something you know like mm-hmm. you immediately go to like you know 
you go to your agent, you go to your people, and and you start leaking the woe to your frustrations. Like, yeah. or maybe not, maybe not him directly, but like someone feels like, hey, like this could be something of leverage for us, you know, within yeah. his within his um his circle, you know. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's a it's lot. Not, you know, everybody not, has like everybody has like on their face. Yeah. The front office and, does. Dennis yeah. does. Everything surrounding it. Like, this is not a situation where I think anybody can point at Dennis Smith and say, this is entirely your fault. I don't think that you can point at, at Donnie and and Mark and be like, this is entirely your fault. I don't think that you can point the finger at Rick and say, this is entirely your fault. This is on everybody. Yeah. This is, this is on Donnie and Mark not understanding how frustrated Dennis Smith was and understanding the frustrate or the tension that was happening behind the scenes with him and Rick Carlisle. This is on Rick for not always understanding the frustrations of players and kind of being like, this is my team. This is my ship. This is how we're going to play. And, and this is on Dennis Smith for not listening to the feedback that was happening. Like his defense got better this year. His three point shooting got better this year. Something happened and a disconnect happened in the communication. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. And and, and it's on everybody because of that. Yeah. And like, for me, like I want to tell our listeners that like, I'm not trying to like, you know, talk like Dennis as he's like a kid, you know, he's a grown man. Like he can do whatever he wants really, you know? Um, you know, I just like, you know, I think about it like, and like I try to bring things like for me and I'm, if you follow me on Twitter, like, you know, like I talk about things like as like I try to relate to them, you know, like, mm-hmm. Hey, like I totally understand, like not wanting to go to work, you know, like wanting yeah. to avoid like the shit show that will happen if I show up at work and, you know, I didn't get like, I didn't, um, process like the papers correctly or, you know, something like that. Like, yeah. You know, like, I don't want to be, like, reprimanded like that, you know? Like, at the same time, though, like, I, you know, I would, like, you know, I would, if I did mess up, would want to make sure that I, like, you know, owned up to it, you know? And, like, was like, hey, like, this was dumb. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't fire me. You know, just, yeah. like, you know, like, I'm not trying to, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to reprimand, you know, or, like, talk down to Dennis. Like, I love Dennis. You know, like, I want yeah. him, I want him to, like, to succeed, whether it be with us or with not, you know, like I want him to like be happy where it is. Like, I think that we all want like, you know, the best for like people, you know, I feel like most of us do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just, I just want to put that out there. Like, I don't want to make it seem like I was like, you know, talking down to him or like not treating him like as a man. Cause he is a man. So yeah, he's an adult. And that's, I think yeah. what's frustrating about this whole situation. It's like, yeah. you're an adult. You, I understand he's 21 but you cannot handle the situation the way that this has been handled up to this point. And again, that's on everybody. Um, the last little thing is that speaking of frustrations that Carlisle had, has had, uh, Tim McMahon did say uh, on the Hoop Collective that, you know, Carlisle was willing to have a discussion with Dennis, sit down, shake hands and make up and not be as hard on him. He was willing to admit at least some fault. Um, and then Tim Bontemps on Twitter uh, mentioned that he had spoken with a scout um, who recently saw Dallas play and said that Carlisle would try and call specific plays for Smith in an attempt to try and get him going. Only for Smith to break them off, leaving Carlisle frustrated, which I think kind of explains it to me a little bit. It's like, especially being a parent, it's like Carlisle's doing, (laughs) in his mind, everything that he can to help Dennis succeed, even if it's not what Dennis thinks is best for him. And it's leading to Dennis not listening, not following the plays, and getting frustrated. Again, I'm not trying to pass the blame onto anybody. It's everybody's fault. But I can at least see where some of this is coming from, from the Mavs side of things. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. Like, you know, like... Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things, and it sucks that, like, because you said earlier, like, 
on Twitter that like, you know, trade season is fun. Like, you know, it's fun to speculate. It's fun to do, you know, but it's like all this added onto it though. Like it makes yeah. it kind of fun, you know, like I'm tired, you know, I'm physically tired of like <laughs> going through yeah. my timeline, like literally like going through my timeline and seeing people like ask me about like, Hey, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like I cannot tell you what is happening with, um, you know, with Dennis, like, you know, like I can literally just like retweet like what people that I feel tr- are trustworthy, you know, towards like, at least towards this particular, um, item, I guess, you know, like, yeah. You know, they're like, especially when something like this, maybe in the grand scheme of things, like in the grand scheme of the NBA, this isn't a huge deal. But for our franchise, it's like this is a, you know, like someone, someone, um, I think yesterday or the day or today, um, said it's like the whole Monta and uh, Steph Curry thing, you know, from you know oh, way Monte, back when. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like this is kind of, you know, like it's maybe not that magnitude, but it's like if it, you know, if it, if it really is like, oh, like, you gotta choose him or me, you know, like, that sucks, you know, I don't want that. No, you know? nobody wants that, and I think that this is a problem. I feel like I'm bashing Dennis Smith, and I don't like to do that, because we spent the Saturday podcast that didn't get released with me praising him, and me talking about how great he's been, and how Dallas shouldn't trade him. I still don't want Dallas to trade him, but it seems like it's inevitable due to everything that's happened. But, I think Dennis Smith or his his people or his inner circle need to realize that a winning team is not made up of one guy making everything happen, especially in today's NBA. And if Dennis Smith cares about winning, if he cares about being on a championship level or contender level team, he is going to have to make sacrifices, especially if he's not a superstar level player ever. And if he's going to be what it looks like he may end up being, which is a mid to low level starter, you can't make demands like that. Yeah. Kind of point blank. You can't act like a superstar when you're not a superstar to put it more bluntly. Yeah. Um, the, the last little bit with the whole Dennis Smith saga, again, is that apparently Smith and the Mavs have been in communication. This is coming from Smith's team, that they've been in communication, they've had positive talks, and then he's also not going to show up for the road trip. So <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. I don't know what to do anymore. You know, uh, we're recording this Friday, early, early, early Friday morning. You'll get this, you know, Friday before you go to work, hopefully. Mavs have practice later today. And the same questions are going to get asked. The same answers are going to happen. Yeah. Nothing's been resolved. And I'm tired. I'm tired of yeah. this already. Yeah. And so as of 12.05 a.m. on Friday, um, Dennis is still a Mav. So hopefully things don't go haywire by morning time. So the minute he's not a Mav, we will record a podcast and talk oh, about yeah. it. It can be a five-minute one. I don't care. We will talk about it. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, for now, um, <laughs> until until that time or until Saturday, we bid you adieu. Uh, again, my name's Alex. You can follow me at Alex D. Maldo on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the podcast at Hoops and Hefe on Twitter. You can follow Ruben at Reddit Mavericks on Twitter. Or you can email us mail at hoopsandhefeweisens.com. Have a great day, guys. Don't let this depress you as much as it's depressed us. Uh, And let's go get a win on Saturday. Let's go.